Hello. Hi, is this Grumpy? This is Grumpy. Hi, Grumpy. It's Ruthann with Talk CDL. How are you? I am doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing well, thank you. We're going through some sound checks right now. I just talked to Sancho, and I have to call him back, but we're going to go ahead and work on you right now. Okay. All right. Can you do me a favor and count to 10? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Awesome. Thank you. And it's pronounced Sancho, not Sancho. <laughs> I, he corrected me the first time. That's that's that is so. It's it's a mixture of my northern and southern smashed together. Uh, no. Comes up stupid. <laughs> I, I know every. I get I get it from all, people all the time. I saw Sancho, and I'm like. Oh, you mean Sancho? Okay, because I, I live in the Southwest, so it's Sancho down here. Ah, but yeah. Okay, well, see, I'm I'm in Florida, so we're just totally, you know, backwards over here. It's too many too I'm many melting in, pots. <laughs> I'm sitting in a truck stop in Gila Bend. I pulled over because I wasn't sure about my phone service in Arizona, but I'll be in Florida on Saturday morning. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah, Where? yeah. Uh, um, well, first in B- Boynton Beach in the morning, and then I load honeybees out of. Uh, over south of Okeechobee, down by the glades, and then I'll be back in California Monday night with the honeybees. Wow! Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bee hauler. It's because bull haulers need heroes too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, bees can be pretty serious. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they can. I've, I I could send you some pictures of my eyes swelled shut from uh, two little bees that decided they wanted to light me up one morning. Yeah. Oh wow. They, they, yeah, bee hauling's no joke. You can get kicked and kind of limp away. You get too many bee stings, and you're running for the EpiPen. Yeah. So, I never so heard yeah. of a bee hauler in my life. <laughs> I haven't, but... Yeah, that's what I do. I, I'm, I'm an apiary industry specialist. That's my technical, you know, like a trash guy's a uh, sanitation engineer. I'm a bee hauler. That's what I haul. Live honeybees for uh, commercial pollinization. Is that in a temperature-controlled trailer, or what, what do you pull that in? I do it on a flatbed with nets, and uh, it is it is a crazy deal. Um, in the summertime, when you've got 15 or 16 hours of daylight, you have to run all your daylight hours. You're exempt from the 30-minute break from FMCSA under livestock and agricultural rules, but you you're also allowed to run paper. And it's if you're solo in the summertime, it can be brutal. I've gone. Uh, I'll go from uh, Fort Pierce, Florida, to Bridgeton, New Jersey, which is just under 1,200 miles in one day. Uh, but nobody's going to pull you over. I could probably make like three pods just out of this guy alone, right there. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, on, on on the bees alone. Yeah, bee hauling is a uh, that's crazy. Bee hauling is it, it is nuts. Um, you know, the scale houses you pull in, so you try to pull in and not be outlaw about it, and you pull in the scale house, and the guy hangs out the window and is just basically waving his arm, get the hell off my scale, because you look, you look like pig pen going down the road in the daytime, when, like summertime when it's hot, your truck looks like pig pen with a cloud of bees if you've been in any traffic. It, it, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Really? So they actually can come out of the box and fly around at a red light? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, that yeah. is insane. I, I need a video of that. I need. I need some. Can you get me some video of that? Um. Yeah. Actually, I could. Uh, let me think about this. It, they don't do it much in the wintertime. Like we're hauling right now, they stay pretty mellow. But um, uh, like when I go down to Florida, it'll probably be dark when I actually load these out because I'm gonna end up getting up there later than I wanted to be. You're coming up seventy-five or ninety-five. Yeah, I'll be coming up 75. I've got to stop at exit 301 and get a uh, uh, an ant ant inspection, which is a, the biggest joke in the world. You know how they do an ant inspection in Florida? 
Tell me. Let me do it. They, t they take a can of Spam, and they cut slices of Spam, and they lift up your V-nets, and they lay it on the pallets in about five different places on your trailer. They wait 30 minutes, and if there's no ants on the Spam, then your load is certified ant-free. Well, you guys, you, you know. It's called a spam test. That's interesting. Well, you know, Florida's notorious for fire ants. Like we have, yeah. ant, this, is, yeah. this is the ant state. Mm -hmm. It is. Oh, I have a heck of a time sometimes getting into California. Um, now, there's a place I could get you some video of bees going nuts. When we go through the ag check, uh, the almond growers went nuts on these guys because they were detaining us for two or three hours while we waited for one etymologist in Sacramento to identify something that the, the, the ag inspector there knew that it was a hive larvae or a, even a hive beetle. They're familiar with it, but because they're not a certified entomologist with the state of California, they have to submit the sample by a PDF and then wait for it to be identified in Sacramento at the lab before they can release you into the state of California. So you have these guys that are sitting there for two or three hours and they're trying to water their loads to keep them cool. They're, hauling bees, there's a whole technique to it. But um, yeah, it's called staying in the cab. <laughs> Well, yeah, you, you stay in the cab, but that, that, yeah, there's more to it than that. You've got to keep the bees moving. You've got to keep them cool. They overheat, and what happens is they, they generate their own heat in the hives. Then they start to come out of the hives, and they get caught in the nets. And then when you start moving again, they panic. They put off a pheromone. They panic even more. More bees come out, and you'll end up killing your whole load. And a load of honeybees is worth about $200,000. That's what they're insured for. Well, it's crazy. Well, actually, I was going to yeah. ask you, do you know what? like the estimated amount of bees is on a full tractor trailer or flatbed? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it has to be I millions. Can answer, uh, yeah, there, it's, it, it's in the tens of millions. Um, like these loads we do, they're calculated out for 432 hives is what we're doing now. I've done as many as 600 hives, but it depends on what style of hive they are. How, how tall the boxes are. Each beekeeper has a different preference for what they what they like to work with, you know, based on if they're a strong person, they might work with six ways. That's more of the young guy's stuff because they're heavy, but they're easier to ship. The four-way boxes are easier to work with. And it, there's just so many different... I never realized till I got into bee hauling about five years ago how much there is to know about bee hauling. And I still, at, at some points, am clueless. Um, and I'm, and I'm a pretty reputable bee guy. I, uh, most of, there's a couple of big bee brokers and they call me when almonds start to ask me what I'm going to charge. And I'm only a two truck company, but I'm, I'm in demand from these beekeepers because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm also responsible with their, with their product. You know, it's, it's a live living thing that they have nurtured into these blossoming colonies and that's their whole livelihood. And they want a guy that takes it as seriously as they do. Not somebody who's going to be like, Oh, well, I, you know, I needed to use the bathroom. I needed to stop here. You need guys that have that old school bull hauler mentality that, uh, you know, out the logbook when it's over and that's kind of the way they want you to run it i gotta tell you though i am a honey lover so uh -huh. like i eat it every day so I, I i could totally hook up with with some of your products 
you know, your bees. I'm not a, I, I want yeah, the bees. I don't sell the products, <laughs> but uh, I can tell you this, you know, for people who have allergies and stuff, if you can find a beekeeper that's local to your area, like if you have severe pollen allergies or something, if you can find local raw honey that comes from your area where your allergies flare and you add it into your diet every day, it helps boost your allergy immune system because the it has something to do with the natural way that the bees process the pollen and it being into your system already, it'll actually alleviate a lot of your allergy problems for that area. Now, if you go to some other part of the country and you haven't been consuming that type of honey or you get honey that's processed, it doesn't do the same thing. But raw honey from like someone who is in Florida, maybe in the same county that you are, if you have severe allergies and you start eating raw honey every day from that from them, It'll actually help alleviate your allergies when when the allergy season comes. It's really interesting. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lady that I haul bees for named uh, uh, Roxanne. We call her Rocky. Rocky just got, she's in the holistic stuff. Uh She just got diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. Um, She's one of those people that just doesn't go to the, the regular doctor, the mammograms, all that kind of thing. She's been doing the, she does this bee sting therapy. And now she's. She's starting to go, the, the tumors are starting to, she's not producing new tumors, and the tumors that she has are actually starting to, uh, what is the word I'm looking for, um, they're, 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 get, they're getting smaller. They're decreasing. Now she, decreasing, that's the word, yeah. I'm a truck driver, okay? Hey, listen well, to this. Wait, sometimes, sometimes I'm a loss for words, except for swear words. I usually am pretty good with those. Well, here's but, the thing, uh, Ruthann, if you remember, we had an 80, about an 80-year-old brother in Christ in, in, uh, the church, he used to order bees. Yeah. And then he would they, he would take them and make them, he, would ha, he had to make them sting him. And he would do uh-huh. so many bee stings a day. And he would uh-huh. do that for, for uh, you know, I forget what reason he was doing it, but he was religious about it. I mean, he would literally just put them on Probably his forearm. arthritis. That's what I think it was. Yeah, I think he, it was arthritis. Yeah, he did have arthritis. Arthritis. It's interesting. I got a yeah. question for you because we actually got to bring Sanchos on here. Uh, is it Sancho yes. or Sanchos? Sancho. It's Sancho. Okay, Sancho. Sancho. So uh, before we bring him on, it's, I got a quick question. Are you at liberty to tell us what a bee rate is? Like what 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 does somebody get per mile on average for hauling bees? I get, um, well, right now I'm doing a 2,800-mile trip, and I'm doing them for 280 a mile. Uh, the nice. short haul stuff I do anywhere from uh, three to four dollars a mile. Um, like when I go, I'll go to Massachusetts for cranberries, and I go to Maine for blueberries out of Florida, and those guys pay me almost six thousand dollars on seventeen hundred miles. So, and you're not. That's good. So, and this is all year round. You're you're doing bees just about all year round. I do bees um, from January till about October, and then it just dies. Uh, from about the end of October until the first week in January, that's when the first loads start back up again. Um, but I can stay busy on the bees pretty much uh, from now till April with a couple lulls. Um, what's happening now is we're moving them all in for almonds. The last loads have to be in by the 10th of February. Then we'll have about a two-week break. Uh, and then the ones that came in first will start going out. They're usually out there for about a month. And then it's a mad dash back. And even even with, uh, it seems like this time of year, the freight rates are just horrible for general flatbed and step deck. Um, I'm getting 7,500 out. I'm getting paid upon pickup. And then I'm getting uh, $4,500 back. It's taking me four and a half days of the round trip because I've got a, I've got a kid that rides with me. He's uh, a teammate. 
he's uh, been driving for about three years, but he had no flatbed experience. So I'm training him up. I'm going to let him, uh, once he gets where I'm comfortable with his flatbedding skills, then I'm going to actually thinking about moving into brokerage. All the beekeepers out there in Florida, uh, I've built up a really good rapport with them, and they want me to start handling the trucking next year uh, on the brokerage side. And that pulls in about $1,300 per load. And they have, well, there's 550 loads that go into California just for almond pollinization. So that's where I'm looking at. Shorts, flip-flops, and a, and a, and a muscle shirt. Oh my God. I, 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 I would have to look through my phone, but I have pictures of me doing a B-load in flip-flops and shorts. I would yeah, imagine. You're, you're like a pro B. Listen, I would imagine that. It don't matter what language you speak. When you show up and it's a load of bees, we all understand what the hell that product is. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> hey, listen, let's let's get Sancho on with us. He's probably he we t- we actually talked to him right before we called you. Let's dial Sancho, get him on here with us, and uh, let's continue this thing together. Here, hold on one second. We're we're gonna bring him on. Go ahead, Ruth. Here we go. Should we prank him? Yeah, he already knows it's us. Okay. Hey, is everybody here? I'm there. All right. We got it. Ruth Ann, are you here? I'm not here. Oh, we lost Ruth Ann. Dang it. Somebody connect her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there she is. She's always disconnected. Now I do not feel bad about as being technology challenged as as I am. You you guys are setting the bar tonight. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're trying to lower it as as much as we can. I like to do limbo. (laughs) I got to tell you, though, the B conversation has me fascinated. Sancho, we talked to Sancho like uh, 30 seconds before we called you, and then 12 minutes later, we're still still talking to grumpy and i'm sitting there going bees he's a freaking bee hauler oh my gosh this is like the coolest pod ever and we've done like 350 pods and this got to be right i mean just to me the fascination of something totally different it's an interview yeah and what's funny is i've oh. always when i was a truck driver i always looked for the odd jobs i was a casket hauler for for many years not many people can say that and i gotta tell you bee hauling beats that that is like so cool. Um, well, well, you know, that's what's really neat about LHB is because, like, we get truckers, like, from all over the world uh, inside LHB, and we get to learn so many new oh, yeah. uh types of freight out there i mean it's it's crazy i don't want to cut you off but you know what we've been on this pod for 15 minutes and we haven't mentioned that we have the long haul bandits with us tonight <laughs> we're just too fascinating <laughs> the rest grumpy, of it listen we turned grumpy on and we couldn't turn him off but i gotta tell you it was really it was it was a blast though but honestly we want everybody to know we are with the long haul bandits today. you guys long are out of like bandits. arizona or something like that aren't you uh, no, we're based out of uh, uh, Compton, California. Oh, you're out of Cali. Okay. Yeah, I, we're based reason. out of Compton, California. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm out of Glendale, but he's out of Compton. We're uh, we're, we're long haul bandits are spread everywhere. We're in a hundred different countries. Like the movie Compton, is that where you're at? Yeah, that's where I. Oh yeah. wow, cool. that's exactly where he's at. <laughs> he's right out of Compton. A... So so if I got to hang up, <laughs> if I got to hang up, uh... he's like, I'd rather haul bees than go to Compton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, was pretty rough. <laughs> I, actually, that's what I was yeah. going to ask him is, what does he haul? I mean, if Grumpy hauls bees, what do you haul, Sancho? Uh, right now, I'm not hauling anything. Right now, I'm I'm focused on building LHB in the background. Um, I I started off as a company driver uh, a couple years back. I did dry van, and then I went to uh, reefer, and then I went to being an owner operator, and since then, I've backed out of. Uh, so I've taken like a couple month break 
And I've just been focused on building LHB up. Uh, really, like the whole purpose of LHB is uh, there's just not too many people really educating the new drivers out there uh, the proper way. You know, you got the trucking schools that are pumping all these kids out uh, and new drivers with uh, an abundant amount of information. But as much information as these kids are getting into schools, it's not necessarily all the information that they need. You know what I mean? And and, they, and they the lack the lack of information is what's bringing and giving the trucking industry a bad name. So LHB steps up and uh, educates where the trucking schools fall short. See, here's the thing with 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 the difference between what we do and what what the trucking schools do is the trucking schools are predominantly are they're like trucking mills. They're producing these drivers that are going to go to work at these entry level mega carriers. And what happens is they get them in a in a CYA mentality. They they get them in the the. the the cover your ass mentality for the mega carrier. They don't teach them the common sense courtesy. The you know they they've got them racing their clocks. They're you know they they don't get them into a. Uh, they're not. They're building bad habits is what's happening. They're 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 teaching them things to cover the carrier's ass, but they're not teaching them things that are actual courteous and old school driving techniques. You know, yeah. blinding somebody Absolutely. with your high beams when they pass. Come on, just flick your lights on and off. Or some trucks even have a dimmer switch. Hit your interrupter if you've got a lot of chicken lights. Same thing. You don't have to blind that guy when he gets to looking in the mirror. Right. Stop grabbing gears in parking lots. You know, slow that hurry down, and you, you'll do a lot better job of protecting your CDL, which is the most important thing for a new entry driver that they don't realize is it isn't about how fast this truck runs or, or you know, what I've got left on my, my e-log, you need to slow down and use common sense and think about things. How should this be done? You know, you need to learn proper habits. I think these trucking schools teach a lot of bad habits. They give a lot of information out, but they also teach a lot of bad habits. And we're trying to bring in old school guys with old school, you know, mentality and, and they're, they're passing along knowledge. And, you know, we'll have a guy that comes on the page and says, hey, I'm not sure about this. There'll be 20 guys with anywhere from 15 to 30 years experience chiming in saying, hey, brother, we got this. You need to do this way. You need to do, you know, that way. And nobody gets offended. It's it's not a it doesn't turn into a pissing match. It's actually we're we're helping educate other drivers. And it's a uh, it's an amazing thing. But go ahead, Sancho. I, I just wanted to kind of clarify that. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's a great thing. Like uh, I'm, I'm basically the uh, poster child of a first generation driver, a rookie driver who was that guy driving with his feet on the dash, not knowing uh, even to say thank you to somebody who is letting me over. You know what I mean? Uh, and it, thanks to Twisted Truckers, they, uh, you know, I hit some weird blindside jackknife that went viral and Twisted Truckers shared the, uh, the post on their page. And then they helped me start this, uh, this page up and, uh, I just wanted to do something really cool with it. I wanted to do something that could benefit other people, not just glorify myself. Uh, I thought the celebrity feeling that I had for 24 hours was really neat, <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, like when you have like 6,000 likes on a post, it's like, wow, <laughs> like I'm somebody special. Uh, basically if all these, all these, uh, old school guys started following the page that I created and I, I had to ask them, I was like, 
you guys have been driving 20 years. Why are you following LHB? And they're like, because we think you're retarded. <laughs> and it's funny. And, and it's funny watching you because we were reminded of how we were starting out driving, think, watching you. And I've had so many phone conversations with these guys. And I got to, I have hundreds, and uh, if not a lot more than that, of old school mentors that I talked to that, that got a uh, combined of thousands of years experience behind me, coaching me along the way. I've only been at it for four years, but when somebody talks to me about the industry, they're like, how long have you been driving? Well, four years, no way. And well, there's people out there willing to teach as long as you got a, a, a good set of ears on you, you know, you know, that's I, it right there. I Talk don't less, listen more. I don't know how much you know about talk CDL, uh, but you know, we're, we're big advocates for, CBs and old school. But one of the other things that we're big advocates of also is your senior drivers out there that really put the new guys down. They, they, I, think, I think that they forget that they were new guys at one time and probably the generation before them were a little hard on them also because I remember you know, being the young driver myself and, 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 you know, having a couple guys be a little hard, but you know, it, it's the mentoring, the mentoring that we're trying to promote here. Also, instead of stopping to film somebody struggling backing in, oh, yeah. why, why don't you get oh, out and help you, the guy? You guys are already part of village and you don't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> See, we, we, uh, on our page and, and in, in our, in our group and, and in our, our, our association or however you want to label us, that is one of the things that uh, that we do not tolerate. If you're going to post videos of somebody struggling, uh, we don't want you on our in our group. We want people that are posting videos of helping people back in and helping, you know, standing on a guy's step while you're talking him through backing into a space. You know, the the negative comments, the rude comments, and the trolling, you're gone. We 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 don't tolerate it. We we want a positive. Uh, a outlet. positive place for yeah a positive outlet for new drivers and for veteran drivers to share you know because face it every truck stop in america has a subway in it there's very few that have a counter where you sit down you know and, and talk and the, the young guys come in and the and the old guys were like oh yeah you see that guy he's got blah 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 and it there's there's no common ground so on the on the internet we've we found this digital brotherhood where we're able to pull all this knowledge together and share it with drivers in every part of the industry, you know, no matter no matter what you haul, whether it's like my bees or you haul cows or you haul reefer or, you know, it, it, you do straight truck. We have guys that haul propane, you know. It doesn't matter what you do. There's always going to be somebody in there that's like, hey, yeah, I used to haul that. I tell you what, man, this is how you do this. And it's just phenomenal. You can just sit there and you can feel the love you feel the, the the actual care and concern. It's an amazing thing that happens on LHB. It really how, is. How long has LHB in it been in existence? Long haul. I uh, I created LHB uh, well, 2016, right in the 2015 2000 the the 15 16 year split, right about January of 16. Yeah, it actually became long haul bandits. That's about yeah. you guys. Are, it was something else we won't mention. You know what? <laughs> two two months before that, November of 15 is when Talk CDL started. So we're, we're oh, wow. yeah, isn't there, that interesting? There you go. Yeah, we have we actually have over, I don't know, 350 episodes just on iTunes alone, and uh, that's cool. And you know, we, you were it's talking like, about the celebrity thing, and I don't want to brag, but I got to tell you, it's it's, oh, it's I'm dying to tell you this. We we put a video together uh, two years ago called A Trucker's View of Idiots, 
And I we I was I, just watching that. Yeah, I uploaded that. <laughs> Did you see how many? That I'm gonna tell you. This is gonna I'm gonna this will blow your mind. I went to I uploaded it like four o'clock. I I didn't think anything of it because I thought it was okay. I woke up the next morning. It was like almost two million. I'm like, what? Uh-huh. It it today is close to forty million. It, it's actually been viewed a 40 million times. It's gone into 100 million households. But here's the neat thing. Two other two other people chopped it and put their name on it, right? Even though ToxyDL is still on it, they put their name on it. And you can still see the ToxyDL symbol on the video. But some of those guys got close to 25 million also. So the video we actually put together has been viewed over 100 million times. Now, talk about getting a swelled head. I got to tell you. It, that, it, I was going to say, where do you buy your hats? I'm it, telling it doesn't you, take it was, much. It Troy, was, Troy swells really fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was pretty cool, though. I got to admit it, though. It was really um, humbling to, to even see. If that wasn't humbling for you, honey. That was, that was an uh, ego. That does not sound humbling. <laughs> that was, was the opposite of humbling right there. <laughs> he yeah. wasn't humble. At I'm all. so humble. I've had 200 million views. I was never. Yeah, I was no, never no, good yes. at that. I was Dude, never good. I was never. That's exactly how I felt when when Twisted Chucker shared my picture, and uh, then then you got to get that dose of reality. Be like, hey, um, you're not that important. You know what I mean? And yeah. and you know and that's that's what i my wife uh i struggle with arrogance every single day you know what i mean and it's it's really hard being a uh president of an organization that's so widely known and you have guys in their 60s and 70s calling me sir and i'm in my 30s it's it's really weird and my wife uh you know she <laughs> she helps humble me every night oh, yeah, yeah. she tells you take the garbage out right <laughs> <laughs> yes, <she does. laughs> no you know what oh, you, your wife's an angel though you are yes, so blessed his wife is an amazing person. It takes she is just absolutely amazing. From one amazing person to his wife, it takes a lot of amazingness to calm down the ego. Believe me, I know firsthand experience. So No, you know what? It that actually reminds me of that one captain that they used to fly out of a base there back in the Gulf War. They would fly from a base in Illinois over to the Gulf War bomb and then fly back to Illinois. And they were interviewing this one captain uh, in the Air Force, I guess. I don't know if it was Air Force or Navy. And they had him They had him uh, in an interview, and they were talking to him. And now talk about a guy that could have an ego. I get in my jet and fly over and bomb the Middle East or wherever the Gulf War was. Uh, Iraq, was it? And, and then fly back. And they asked him, they said, what, is, what does your wife think about this? And he, and he said, uh, well, when I walked in the house, she told me to... to, to uh, Take the garbage out. You got chores here to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. It's like, okay, I'm the big jet fighter. No, you're going to take the garbage okay, out. Captain America, now take the trash out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's one, humbling. One thing, uh, one, one thing that I, uh, I had to learn through uh, humble beginnings, you know, uh, uh, LHB's had its uh, ups and its downs. And uh, one, one thing that I'm really proud of with the LHB community, it, uh, you know, is – that we're most well, we're all truckers or friends of truckers or families of truckers, and being that is, you know, we get to see like being firsthand. Like I went through a very serious depression um, a couple months ago. I lost my daughter, and um, it was really, really hard for me on the road by myself. Uh, I went and did some unspeakable things on the road, and 
the neat thing about this whole situation was I had a group of people, uh, like one of my best friends here, Grumpy, Vice President Grumpy here, uh, you know, helped me through it. And, you know, it it really resonates with a lot of other truck drivers out there who are by themselves. They don't necessarily have a family. They don't necessarily have a lot of friends. I mean, let's let's keep it real. Truck drivers are a That's- very special breed of person that can go out there by themselves for such uh, long periods of time and still have to deal with things by themselves. And, um, you know, LHB is there for for individuals to that's one thing that we're, we're like a family we uh i i can tell you and 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 Sancho can attest to the fact that there's been a, a couple times you know i make myself very public on the page to people a lot of people have my number um a matter of fact on that trip that Sancho's talking about i was we were convoying on the way out and one of our members reached out and said man i'm, I'm really having some i'm having some stupid thoughts and i spent i don't know about three hours on the phone with this guy and we just talked about everything. And I'm like, you know, we just, we basically laid out the problems. We talked through them. And he's like, man, you know what? I feel a lot better. I think I'm going to get some sleep. I'm like, all right, do me a favor. Call me in the morning and let me know you're still there. And that guy is just, he's an amazing guy. But he didn't have, his real friends just kind of were like, ah, oh, dude, you're just being stupid. And he reached out to one of us. And we took the time, you know, I'm driving. I'm on, you know, I'm in middle west Texas. And uh, I'm on the phone with this guy for like two and a half hours, and it made a difference. Did I save his life? I don't know. I, you know, I, I can't say, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to stroke my ego on that. But did it make a difference to him? It made a huge difference. He talks to me all the time. He's like, bro, I love you, man. I, how you doing? When are you going to be up here in Colorado? Or when are you going to be? You know what I mean? The guy's a, you know, we reach out. We're more than just a Facebook page. We're more than just a, a website. We're real people interacting with other real people on a daily basis, and we make real connections. It's yeah. uh, it's an amazing thing. It really is. It's a living, right. breathing thing that we've created. All right. So let me let me yeah. mention it again. We have with us today the Long Haul Bandits, and uh, we've got Sancho. Sancho, what's your last name? Gonzalez. Gonzalez. And and Grumpy, what what's what's your are you like a general there or something or a, 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 No, I'm I'm a vice president. A, a four-star general. Okay. So you're the vice okay. president uh, Grumpy and uh a question for you Sancho is is how do you actually become a member of the bandits? Are, do you just say I'm a member, or do they do they have like a little? You, you Believe it or not, I'm, I'm really glad you asked this. Uh, you know, I uh, I believe you know just the same way. Uh, you know, I how uh, you know how do you become a Christian? Believe in Christ as your Savior, right? Well, how do you become an LHB member? You just believe in our mission. Uh, we're we're a truck club, but at the same time, we're not like any other kind of club out there where you have to pay dues. You know, you don't have to go out and buy any of our stuff. You don't have to go out and pay anything to be a member. It's if you believe in resurrecting the old school brotherhood, then you're already part of an LHB, whether you want to be or not, because that's what LHB's mission is. Now, if you choose that you want to help support us and, you know, the web development and all that and like contribute to pages or events like we do have gear available on longhaulbandit.com. Like we have I like uh, the shirt. Uh, stuff available there. Ruth Ann um, wants a shirt. Nobody, nobody. Yeah. Well, nobody is. Uh, you can go there. You can get them. Um, they're this really good quality stuff, too. Uh, but that's that's. Um, 
that's not the big part of it. You know what I mean? Uh, like LHB, it, you don't have to buy anything. You know what I mean? That's what I really want people to understand. Like it's a, if, if at any point in time you don't agree with what long haul advance is doing, simply just take your shirt off. You know what I mean? Put in your closet, throw it away, you know? Uh, and if we, you know, if we realign with your viewpoints on what you think the trucking industry should be like, then, you know, go ahead and, and feel free to rep us. But uh, we're not a criminal organization in, in any way. Uh, we're literally just a bunch of uh, old like school drivers, uh, new drivers alike that just want to just be better people. Uh, that's all it is. Just be a better person. Like uh, the trucking industry got such a bad name. I was going to bring and, that up. And LHB, like I'll, if, if you're going to be out there, uh, you know, uh, pulling up to the fuel island, uh, getting getting fuel, and you're going to go in there and uh, take uh, a sit, sit, yeah, take a shower, sit down and eat. Ah, oh, man, don't don't be wearing an LHB shirt. Yes, please that, don't. Like, don't please don't don't be doing that. But you, know, you, you don't want to see a video on on YouTube of an LHB guy. Uh, sitting in no. the fuel island for or two hours. Or truckers' wall of shame. Yeah, and truckers' wall of shame. Truck, yeah. yeah. And you know what, <laughs> no. though? You know what, though? As big as LHB is and is going to get, um, it, it it will happen eventually. Of but course. at the same time, don't let that one guy wearing that one shirt. Uh, like, like, like for me, example. For me, example, like a lot of people... Uh, we had we had a big falling out uh, recently. Actually, I, I when I had that depression, I mean, I was uh, man, it was bad. It, it was it was it was really bad. And we had uh, some people leave. And what I had when I came back, though, I had a lot of warm welcomes back. And I let everybody know. I said, hey, you know what? Like what you guys are, some of these people are failing to understand is LHB is not a person. Like just because I technically created or. Well, uh, well, legally created, like trademarked, and everything. It, well, it's not at all. It's not <laughs> that at all. Even though I did, even though I created it, it doesn't mean that if I, like, it, I could fall, but LHB is a mission. It's not a person. You know what I mean? Let me, yeah. let, me let me interject here real quick. For, to answer the question that you asked about how does somebody become a member of LHB, the best answer to that question is to go to longhaulbandit.com Look at the webpage, start at the top, and read our mission statement and our code of conduct. And at the bottom, it will tell you, if you agree to these things, then you are a member of LHB. And, and that's basically as simple as it is. That way that you know what we expect of you, uh, if you're going to be out saying, hey, I'm part of Long Haul Bandits, or hey, uh, I got Long Haul tattooed on my knuckles like a few of us do, Sancho and myself, you know, people know that who we are when we go to truck stops. A lot of times I get recognized, he gets recognized. But if you want to be a part of our brotherhood, you want to be part of resurrecting the brotherhood, go to the website, www.longhaulbandit.com, and read the mission statement. Read the code of conduct. Read, read the whole thing, and then read it again, and then make your decision if we're something that you feel that, like you want to align yourself with and that you like what we have to say. And we're always updating that website. And there's always new things and new features and, and new driver tips. And yeah, that like way, people, yeah, That's and that way, that way people know what we're about, not just interviewing a couple of entertaining guys on the, on the podcast. If you really want to be a part of LHP, go to the website. It'll explain a lot to you. It's a, it's a really, really fun, easy, interactive website, and, and you'll enjoy it. And there's a lot of good information in it. 
So that that's my answer to the question. Since we're on the old school mentality here, and, and we all agree on that, I, I was raised, you know, in a cab over, believe it or not. Um, right. I, I would tell you one of the things that I notice differently today is the way the public views us. That's when when I was a young kid yeah. being raised around truckers, my grandfather had a little trucking company. Truck drivers, I mean, they went out of their way to, to have a nice pair of pants on, a, a nice belt buckle. They always had a button-down shirt. They, I'm just, I'm not saying that there's a, a, a clothing code in the industry. I'm just saying it, st- it starts with self-respect in order yes, to be does. able to re, uh, reflect respect out there in the world. And people used to know, I'm telling you, the mentality when I was a kid the, the general public knew if I broke down on the side of the road, I guarantee you some trucker is going to stop and help me. Or if I needed a ride, a trucker is going to help me. I'm going to tell you something. You had mentioned Sancho's, Sancho, rather, I apologize. Let me tell you something real quick about your name, Sancho. We, we got yelled at in the beginning because Ruthann called you Sancho. Okay. And, yeah, and, 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 and listen, and it remind, I'll tell you what it reminded me of. Have you ever seen the movie Young Frankenstein with, with Gene Wilder in it? Do you ever see that? Uh, actually, I have. Okay. Well, do you remember when Gene Wilder and, and, and Marty Feldman, the bug eyes, he kept going. Yeah. They'd go, oh, that's, that's Frankenstein. And then he'd always stop and he'd go, that's Frankenstein. Yeah, Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would say he said that through the whole movie. But I want to go back to what I was saying. I, I want to go back to what I was saying. You had mentioned, Sancho, that uh, even a lot of these trucking companies, they have you on the, or I'm sorry, actually, Grumpy mentioned they have you on this CYA, you know, cover your ass type of mentality. And I'm going to tell you something, what I've noticed with a lot of your big companies now, they have such policies. There's actually some companies out there that forbid f- CBs. It's c- The CB to me is oh, well, in the top three greatest tools in trucking to be able to have our brothers communicate out there there's nothing that can warn you uh, a quarter mile around a windy road quicker there's no app like a lot of guys out there saying yeah i just get the google map apps and it tells me where there's accidents no there's nobody going to tell you where a tree limb or a car rolled over or there's there's a gator in the road around the damn turn no one's going to be able to tell you as quick as the damn cb nobody hey driver back it down if you guys ever seen that accident in cheyenne where they just kept piling up into the into the uh-huh. well, yeah, let me tell you something we we actually timed that video over and over and over and there was there was times where between one minute and two minutes and 30 seconds till the next guy came in that's even at 35 mile at 35 mile an hour in two minutes you're going a couple miles okay what does that mean that means that guy never even had a warning if two miles back i i was warned that hey there's a pile up ahead i better start slowing down most people wouldn't erect if people had cb today i guarantee Abs- you there's absolutely there's people right now that have cbs that were in piles up they're in pile up saying that saying to themselves i wish i would have had a damn cb so you've got trucking companies like grumpy said that have this cya attitude you know they're not even allowing drivers to pull over and help a, a stranded driver oh no you're not allowed to do that that's a lawsuit you can get in trouble blah 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 everything is paranoia these days because of insurance companies lawsuits and lawyers uh, and law- lawsuits and lawyers are the two worst l's you can mention and so we go back to this this uh when i was a kid what i used to see is the public trusted the trucking industry it's the opposite now if you're a trucker i wouldn't want to be a single guy out there and trying to maybe meet a girl or a woman or somebody and tell her that i'm an over-the-road trucker i think that most of them would fear that it's like okay you're just a dirty old trucker no that's not really what trucking is supposed to really 
What's that? really hard being single. Uh, like I was fortunate finding my wife as it was. Uh, you, know? you know, I was I was single my first couple of years driving, and uh, yeah, it, it was very difficult finding somebody. So, anyways, Sancho Grumpy, I like the mission. You know, it, and and look, we may not change the world. But one truck driver at a time makes it even better. Each time you get somebody, one of my good friends, believe it or not, he's been with, he started out in recruiting and he got so in love with trucking, he went and, and went to Stevens School and, in Colorado and he became a trucker. Well, that was four and a half years ago. He's still with them. He's actually done two contracts in, with his uh, lease purchase and uh, he's actually quitting them next month because you know things ain't working out. But the guy for three and a half years, almost four years, didn't have a CB. And I was on his case and on his case. And he just visited Ruth Ann and I, believe it or not, him and his wife today. And uh, we were talking and he mentioned that he finally got a CB. So one person at a time, you know, we, we, we better one person, uh, teach them the old way. You know what? That's just one, one step better the industry is each time we win one guy over. Now to mention wonderful wives, I, I, I got to just throw this in here. I'm an hour south of Phoenix right now in Gila Bend. And I pulled over because my, my phone service was going to be kind of sketchy going west or east on eight my wonderful wife just pulled up to come down here to give me a hug and a kiss because i won't be home for two weeks i'm so happy <laughs> and you know what ruth Ann used to do that for me all the time she'd meet me somewhere oh. yeah Absolutely. A, good woman, a good woman will make a big difference in the trucking industry behind a driver it sure makes your day go better to know somebody's there when you come home i tell you yeah ruth Ann was 105 pounds when we got married and she would jump up. We used to pull a, a, a dump box for a pig farmer for about a year. And we would go over to a place that we, we would get literally a full trailer load of used salad. And she would get up there on the lettuce, a full trailer load of lettuce, and just walk on it and help me tarp. Yeah. So she's. That's awesome. Yeah. She just jumped right my up. Wife, my wife jumps in, in the. My wife comes over the road with me and uh, uh, we pulled a lot of reefer. Uh, a lot of LTL, and she would jump in the refrigerated boxes with me, and we'd wa- unload our own trailers uh, for the past year and a half. Been there, done that, too. Tell you, I can't tell you how many loads my wife has helped me tarp, and she's four foot nine and 110 pounds. She's away. a badass woman. She's a bee tarper. I'll tell you that right yeah, now. A, yes, she, she, she is uh, she's an amazing. Of her. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's a little afraid of Chica Loca. That's about <laughs> Chica Loca. I don't, uh, I don't cross his wife. <laughs> That's too funny. She is absolutely amazing. Wow. Speaking of, speaking of uh, uh, you know, one driver at a time, you know, everybody listening in on this podcast, you know, uh, if you, if you like, if you want to see the old school brotherhood come back, be sure to hit share on on this. You know, share it to your Facebook, Instagram, uh, share it to your friends' emails. You know what I mean? Like each share helps. You know what I mean? And and that oh, goes yeah. a long way. Like we we might have a lot of followers. Like they have they have I I don't three hundred four hundred thousand people following them. But you know what? Every single share counts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's how the word gets spread out. Like, we can't do it on ourselves, you know? So, like, every single person out there, you want to see the Brotherhood come back? You know, do you, do your part. You know what I mean? It's simple. It's free. Like, yeah. share, share it. Yeah. Share it. it Talk costs, about it. It costs zero dollars to be a decent human being. That yeah. is a motto I live by. True. You know, take the, uh, I, I carry a set of jumper cables not because I need to jump, because about, oh, two or three times a month, I end up giving a guy in a truck stop or rest area a jump. You know, uh-huh. 
it, it, I carry extra stuff in my truck. Um, you know, the guy that's standing on the uh, off ramp on the freeway, and he actually doesn't look like he's a drug addict. He actually looks like he's a homeless <laughs> person. I will jump in the back of my truck. I got sardines, canned chicken. Hey, yep. I've got sodas, bottles of water, and I give the stuff out. I'm, I'm not in the habit of giving them out cash. But I will, I will feed anybody anytime, anywhere. If you come by my house and you leave hungry, it's your own fault. You know, that, and brings, up, that, that brings up another point. I don't mean to cut you off, but I remember you saying something about the CB radios earlier. And I remember how we were talking about, like, the extreme conditions of the CB radios. Mm -hmm. But that's another thing, too. Like, a lot of people would be like, oh, well, there's a truck pulled over on the side of the highway. Well, how do you know that that person uh, has service where he's at? You know what I mean? How do you know that that person has service where he's at, let alone, like, uh, let's say it's 100 30, 140 degrees outside on these some of these highways out here, uh, that guy might not have any water. You know what I mean? So even on our website, it says, you know, pack extra food, pack extra water. You got that CB radio, shoot out there. You know, be like, hey, you might not have the tools to help that person out, but you could at least pull over and give them some water. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of things you can do for people. I mean, it's just about, it's just about being willing to do it. You mm -hmm. know, there's sometimes when I see things and I'm like, uh, this looks a little sketchy. But then there's yeah. other times when I'm like, you know, it's obvious. I, I saw a guy that was, he had blown a tire, gone off the road, and his trailer tandems were hanging off the edge of this little box culvert out west of Phoenix. And I pulled over, and he's like, bro, you're the first person who stopped. I've been here for a day. D the DPS came when the incident happened, and they were going to bring a tow truck, and his company told him, no, they'll send out a record. Guy had been there for a full day. He was out of fuel at this point. It was 110 degrees. He had no water. His cell phone was dead. The batteries in the truck were dead. I, I think I had my wife with me on that trip. We stopped. We let him charge his phone for a while in my truck. Um, we gave him food. We gave him water. We offered to give him a ride back. But uh, he was like, no, i got to stay with my truck. My company will terminate me if I leave the truck. I'm like, well, that's some company you got there. But, yeah, yeah you know. Well, leave him stranded yeah, I mean, for the so last you never day. Know. <laughs> you know, and speaking... Yeah, it was 110 degrees out. Yeah. It must be painting good. And speaking of CBs, you wouldn't believe how many drivers have written into our show and said, because of us, they got CBs. You know, we we hammer that a lot. So, and you know, we hammer stopping and, and you know, check on people. You know, it doesn't hurt to stop and check on somebody. It really doesn't. In it fact, doesn't. in fact, you got to put yourself in that driver's shoes. If you were on the side of the road, would you want someone to pull over? You know, a, tw a whole day and nobody even stopped. That's, I mean, that's honestly and truly, I'm surprised that that many people went by them. That's amazing. It is. It, this I-10, and I-10, there is, uh, they say 15,000 vehicles a day go down I-10 between Phoenix and, uh, like, Indio uh, a day. I bet it's and, way more than that. Oh, I'm sure it is, but they were, that, that, that's the number that came to the top of my head that I was quoted once. Oh, okay. But yeah. it's still, it, yeah, it's, uh, like it's phenomenal that, that, yeah, that people from 1920. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that. I that. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's, it, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't take maybe five or ten minutes out of your busy, busy schedule to stop and help a guy who's, you know, could been like Sancho's situation where, you know, he was, he was in deep depression. You know, I, I would have done anything to got out there to, to, to be with him when he needed us. Sancho. And, uh, I am so sorry to hear what you said, man. I literally, that if I lost my daughter, that was my gosh. And I don't want to bring up wounds, but my gosh, just hearing that makes my heart break even uh, horribly. I've got three daughters. 
Gosh, yeah. it, was, Four it was a rough time. It was a rough time, and it was, but we we persevered. We we stumble, we fall, we get back up, we dust ourselves off, and and we move forward, you know. And we do so in, with love. Our, our saying in our in our club is love and respect. It's not goodbye. It's not hey hey what's up. It's love and respect because that's what we try to do. Everything that we do with, we try to treat you with respect. We expect re- respect in return for the respect we give because respect is not something that people everybody gets it's it's an earned thing and but we give love to everybody so our our, our motto in our group is love and respect and yeah. and, and we live by that yeah you know, the group's name the group's name is uh uh lhb family tc the the facebook page is longhaulbanner.com the website is longhaulbanner.com but the where everybody kind of comes together it's it's on the family group that um grumpy runs uh and uh and people like you know new drivers if you're listening to this podcast like you're more than welcome to come over there and ask whatever questions you need uh free of harassment from anybody uh the old school we have a lot of old school drivers on there veterans uh 20 30 fourth generation drivers on there that are helping out um if it weren't for them uh i wouldn't be in the situation where i'm at right now helping helping out you know uh you know, I just I'm so grateful for the the older drivers because not all of them are, are buttheads. It's it's just it's actually, it's actually a few of them, but I understand where they're coming from because this younger generation of drivers that we have coming out are so hard headed, you know, and it's like it's you know they're just a lot of these new drivers are arrogant, you know, and uh, and every time you try to offer help to a new driver and they're like, oh, I don't need your help. I mean, how many times have you offered your help to somebody and they're like, I don't need your help. Okay, fine then. A bunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it goes back and forth to, to the older driver, younger driver, like, you know, not every, it's, I helped everybody needs to in, just do a better job. <laughs> I was, I was actually meeting a brother at, uh, in Phoenix at a Flying J and I saw a guy backing into my buddy has a brand new stretched out W900. And I'm like, that guy's backing in next to you and he's kind of seesawing. So I said, let me run over there. So my wife is videotaping this. We go over, we, we help the guy out. We get him back in. He gets out, gives me a big hug. The guy's been driving for 13 years. He's on our page now. Um, but the lights in the parking lot were blinding him. He's like me. I, I have a real hard time seeing at night. He's like, bro, nobody, nobody ever offers to help anymore. And I just couldn't see. I, I, he kept losing the, the, the back of the trailer in the shadow because the lights were like right through the windshield where he was parking at. And he's like, man, I, sh- I appreciate that so much. Most of the time somebody's videotaping you backing in, it's just because they're going to post it somewhere because they think it's funny. He mm-hmm. goes, you, you know, I, we really, I really appreciate that. So I told him about the group, and, and, and we added him in, and he's like, man, you guys are awesome. Yeah, you know, we don't even share stuff like that on our page. Like people send, like tried sending us those videos of people backing in other people. I'm like, you know what, you're a dick. You know what I mean? You're yeah. a dick for doing that. You know what I mean? Like what you should have done is jumped out, helped some somebody back into the spot, and maybe – just maybe somebody would have videotaped you helping the brotherhood out. And how about that go viral instead of all this other stuff that we see? You know what I mean? It's like, and you know what though? I got to tell you, I got to tell you like one of like our page is famous for a lot of accidents, videos and stuff like that. But I will tell you something. This is the truth. People ask us, why don't you post some really good things? And we will post, we post, you know, truckers getting awards and this and that. But if you want the truth, like maybe 5% will share it. 
It's like mm-hmm. you hear guys saying, yeah. "Oh, we need to post better stuff," and so you post it, and then all of a sudden it's like it just dies. And it's it's like and so one time somebody asked, and I and I just put a big thing up there. I said, "If you guys would share the better stuff, we'll post it." And the problem with it is, is you know you don't want your page to die. So you know it's you know it's a lot of accidents. You know things that are everybody wants shock videos. You know and that's really yeah, shock and awe. Right. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to tell you uh, one time, just based on what you were saying about that guy backing up. I was at a, a place called Bevico. I don't. It's in Pittston, Pennsylvania, where they literally have to back you in. Everybody has to back in from the left side of the last trailer because there was a train wall in front of the trailers where where you're backing in at. So to back in, you got to be perfect. You got to come at that. And you know, everybody that really does a lot of backing knows backing this is, is all in the setup. If you don't set up right, you're going to screw up. And so <laughs> with, yeah. with, with Bevico, you had to know, I got to pull up. I got to, I got to get right at this one little angle over 45, jack my, tr- my tractor. And I had a Western star. Okay. If you know what a Western star is, mm-hmm. it's got, it's a hood. You know, the one I had was a hood and, uh, believe it or not, I put a steering ball on the wheel. And one time I one too. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, they are great. If you have a hood, a steering ball is awesome. And they're not illegal either. People think they're illegal, but anyway, so I, uh, uh, was there and Tyson, the guy with Tyson Chicken, was trying to back in. And I mean, there was a line of us waiting because you had to, you can only back in one at a time. That's how tight this place is. And so now we're just sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. And we, two, like two or three of us get out. And then one guy's like, man, somebody should go say something to this guy. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to walk over and talk to him. And so I walked over and I just kind of waved to him, like, like, hey, I'm not here to yell at you or anything like that. And he was, he was an older guy. Believe it or not, I was a young guy. So he wound down his window. I got up on the side of his truck. I said, listen, brother, I said, I come here once a week. I've been coming here once a week for three years out of Chicago. I bring a load back, and I come here every week, and I know what it's like to try to get it in the hole here. It is hard. Is there any way you would be insulted if I jump in your truck and put it in the door for you? He said, absolutely not. Thank you. And, and you know, it's all the way you approach people. If you approach it somebody is. going, listen, man, you're holding everybody up here. Screw this. you got to let somebody else do it. You're going to rear yeah. someone's pride up, and they're going to be, like, more resistant. But if you come at somebody like, hey, man, I'm just here to help, guess what? It's a different world uh, altogether. All people receive you better if they know you're not there to crush their damn ego. You know, and that's what that's what uh, the LHB symbol is. You know what I mean? Like the LHB logo is just a flag for other people. Like if you ever see somebody wearing that shirt, typically it means that they're there to help. You know what I mean? So if you ever see somebody wearing an LHB shirt, it's somebody that believes in the mission nine times out of ten. So feel free to ask anybody you see wearing an LHB shirt for help, advice, or anything like that. Um, they're also great friends, mentors, or, or somebody that you could just, uh, you know, uh, uh, we'll always open our ear up for you, you know? Absolutely. Hey, listen, before I and forget. we'll also open a beer for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, for sure. <laughs> now, listen, real quick before I forget. Um, what I'd like to do, because this pod, it'll take probably be a couple of weeks till this pod goes up because there's a bunch of pods already ahead of it. We may even try to get it up there next week. Um, we just actually, Ruth Ann just interviewed uh, women in trucking. And believe it or not, 
uh, we mentioned you guys to Women in Truck, and we said, hey, you guys, have you heard of the Long Haul Bandits? We're going to be interviewing them soon. And she she said no. Uh, she, was in, she was new to driving. Or no, she wasn't new to driving. And so they were going to go check you guys out also. So if, if maybe we can get everybody connected. They have a real big policy of not putting anybody up that anybody's making fun of also on Women in Trucking. You guys should check them out too, okay? Uh, I have checked them out. Great ladies. I know they, what you're talking about. Uh, in fact, well, who was that, Ruth? Deb LaPree? Mm-hmm. Is that who we interviewed? Yeah, Deb LaPree. But, but before I forget, I wanted to mention... Uh, when we start creating this pod, you know, we like to have good artwork for each one of our podcasts. So if you guys can give me maybe a picture of you by the truck, you know, a nice picture, a couple different angles, uh, I, I, we'd love to put some artwork together and put that. It's almost like an album cover each pod. If you ever look at, you know, what we could do, we could, uh, we got uh, pictures from our first event out in October. Uh, you can see like, uh, I can get you a couple of those. Uh, I mean, with about a hundred of us hanging out <laughs> in Fort Stockton. I, I think we also have, uh, a bunch of pictures of, uh, of me and you in front of our trucks when we, on that last trip we did together. Really? I think we've got a bunch. Yeah, I think we do. I think I've got you, me and Derek and, uh, Marcos, uh, together. Yeah. So when we're and, done, uh, a couple of the guys. So, I mean, I don't know if you want to send it over through TalkCDL through the messenger or I can, we'll give you a, a personal email or something. You can send it over you to can, once we're done. If you want to, Troy, you can go on our website, man. I got a lot of photos on there. I mean, if you like one, just, you know what I mean? Check uh, it. The, you, you might find some on there that you like too. Uh, and, and I'll sit, I'll, I'll send you a whole bunch of them. You just pick from the cream of the crop. All right. I'll jack you know one. Mean? All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, Ruthann? She's over there playing. What are you doing? Oh, I was. I was. Are you cre- sidetracked again? No, I was creeping on their site earlier. You are. She is a creeper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I spend a lot of time building that site. Uh, it's a nice site. Um, I mean, I was reading your little playlist going on there. A little Metallica you had. I seen that. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me ask you how how long are we gonna uh, go tonight? I'm uh I'm on a hot load. <laughs> oh no, man! Hey, Grumpy, if you want to cut out, go ahead, brother. I mean, listen, are you gonna be if you're gonna be in Florida on Saturday, dude? Let me uh, you you got my number because we called you on it, right? Yes. Lock yeah. lock our number in your uh, phone and put us in your contacts. Call me we'll Saturday do. or text me if if you're gonna be available. We're not far from the uh, Chrome Shop over there on 75 in Wildwood, and we I. It'll be late when I come through because we load these at night. Right. But uh, well, it won't be too late. It'll probably be about nine o'clock or so by the time we get up that way. And I got to stop at exit three hundred one and get a uh, uh, that, that spam test I was telling you about. Yeah. Yeah. And but and I will lock that in. I'll give you a call. Yeah. Just let us know if you're even if you're coming through in the daylight or whatever the case is. We'd love to meet meet up, have a coffee, man. We can bring our our some of our equipment over and do some pictures or whatever. And then I'd that love to see, I'd love to see them bees. If not, get a video. Get me at least four or five minutes, maybe a couple one minute videos of those bees swarming around your truck and stuff. I'm telling you, man, I can make that viral. Listen, <laughs> there's I want to tell you something. This is the truth. I'm a, I'm a video whack. And we've got I've got I've got 13 videos that have gone uh, anywhere from a million to 40 million. I mean, it literally if you talk about a swelled head again. There it is. But I'm telling you, you get me so many of those videos with those bees swarming around your rig. You know, 
I'm telling you, we could do something with that video. Absolutely, I guarantee it. We just got a new dash cam because our last one burnt out. You know what would be an awesome video that I wished went viral? The video that you found us on, Troy. That one I wish oh, yeah, people yeah. would actually see. Oh, you know what? You know, of, of, of long-haul bands going out there picking up trash in the truck stops. You know, like that. I can share it or else go, fi- go, fig- go figure that one doesn't go viral. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I can share yeah, it. But there's you, always the future, my friend. There's always the right. future. I can share it or you when can give a me. There's future for us. Or you can give me permission to jack it and I'll redo it a little bit and put it up on Talk CDL. Maybe we can make it viral anyways. I mean, that's up to you. Yeah, I, I don't mind Absolutely. at all. Absolutely. Uh, but Grumpy, I, I wanted mind. to tell you before I forget, okay? Out of every trucker I've ever met, that can one-up each other, okay? When, like I used to brag, let me tell you something. My first trucking job, cab over, 53 miles an hour, 20-year-old truck. You ready for this? Going to New York City three times a week and unloading the trailer, 100-pound sacks of flour on my shoulder. You get a trucker, to, you, get, you tell somebody I'm going to give you that job, they'll run from you, okay? But uh-huh. I got to tell you, out of every trucker that I was able to one-up, I'll never be able to one-up a freaking bee hauler. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that is the coolest freaking job, man. I mean, you, I heard of bull haulers and cattle haulers and everybody's a, this hauler or that hauler, but I never heard of a bee hauler. The, the only thing that you'll try and one-up them is saying, I got stung here. <laughs> now, the crazy part that, that Grumpy tells me about, like, like, when when I hear Grumpy talking, and I know he's busy, because like he taught he taught me a lot about the bees that he he has on there. Like he'll tell me, he'll be like, man, I I'm driving through Phoenix right now. It's hot as hell because when when you hit traffic in Phoenix or or someplace really hot, and you slow down, the bees actually come out of the out of the hives, and they start getting trapped in the nets. And when they get trapped in the net, they die. So what he has to do is when he gets stuck in traffic. He actually got to pull off a hidden exit, drive around a neighborhood <laughs> until until the uh, in, in, until the traffic clears up to keep the bees in the hive because they think that when you're driving by, it's a windstorm, so they stay in the hives. Ah, yeah, something? I do that. I do that all the time. I, I will. I when I'm when I'm on a load of bees, I'll have my GPS, I'll have Google Maps, and I'll have the CB. And any, if I hear any rattling on the CB, I'm like, hey, w- what's going on? Uh, there's a, you know, if you can get off at the next exit, there's like a five, five mile backup. So I will hit the exit, and then I, I'm on Google Maps, and I might go 10 miles up here, 15 miles that way, 20 miles back to get around that incident because I can't sit in traffic, I can't sit in an accident scene. Um, I just had that happen coming out of San Antonio. My cousin was in front of me in my other truck. And he's like, he was 80 miles in front of me. Uh, and then I called him. I said, where are you at, bro? He said, um, I'm about two miles past the Petro in San Antonio. I said, you what? He said, traffic is stopped. I can't get off the freeway. I'm stuck here. Um, I went up to the next road, went like six miles south, did a little detour, came right back up. And then by the end of the night, I was 100 miles ahead of him. You know, he, he, was, he sat there that long. And with a load of bees, you, you could kill your whole load. I have a friend of mine that was hauling them. They got caught behind an accident. He was like the fifth or sixth car behind the accident. Fire truck was there. They, they, it wasn't as serious like everybody, you know, it wasn't like nobody died. But the fire truck was there, and he went up and asked the fireman. He said, you guys got water on that truck? And they said, yeah. He said, I got a live load of bees. What's the chances you guys could spray my load down? They did. They sprayed his load with fire truck <laughs> with water because water cools them off, calms them down, and gets them back in the hives. Nice. You ever see that? Them back in the hives. You ever, you, ever, you ever see that movie with Chris Farley 
What was that called? Was that oh Tommy Boy? Tommy. Where, they, where they ran out with the Black bees? Sheep. They was Black pretending sheep. they had bees. In the co- <laughs> that was too funny. The cops like, oh, we'll be back. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, listen real quick. Uh, again, I want to mention we got the long haul bandits with us tonight. We got Grumpy and we got the president of the company, Sancho. I wanted to. We've talked so far tonight about everything and anything from B hauling to respect in the industry, mentoring young guys and, and helping out in the industry. You know, I wanted to mention that video that you brought up. Okay. One of the other things that the long haul bandits I seen do, which is incredible to me was watching the president and his crew go on scene at a truck stop and just show up with garbage bags and be picking up freaking trucker bombs, which a.k.a. piss bottles that everybody chucks out or garbage and and actually cleaning up after our brothers out there instead of our brothers actually doing it for them. Sancho, talk talk to us about that. That ain't the only time you guys have done this, is it? No, no, it's not the only time we do it. That was just one of the only times that we got to actually do a photo opportunity of it. You know, uh, I there's we have a lot of drivers out there who uh, go to the truck stops like at Thanksgiving, um, giving out turkeys. We have uh, 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 women who put together uh, toys for drivers. Who, Secret Santa. Uh, yeah, Secret Santa. Um, we have we have so many people doing things, helping other people out. Uh, you know, like we, we try not to, I mean, we're, LHB is doing so many good things out there. Uh, you know, one of the things that irritates me when I go on to like, I, I'll, I'll admit I'm guilty when I watch somebody doing something good on, on, uh, on Facebook, I'll be like, you know, you know, like, I don't know, I don't ever, you know, like, I don't know why you got a videotape you doing something good. But at the same time, I'm like, actually there's so much crap out there on the internet you know it's actually nice and refreshing to see somebody doing something nice so no yeah is it something that we do all the time no but is it something that um i i would expect people to do every now and then absolutely you know what i mean if you got if you wake up and you feel like hey you know what there's a lot of trash around here and i got nothing better to do and you got a trash bag jump out you know what i mean and you know, take a picture of it. Send it to me. I'll put it on a website. You know what I mean? Uh, we're we're here to help people. Um, it's not about LHB. Isn't about being a badass. Um, LHB isn't uh, about uh, uh, ranks or uh, club status or anything like that. LHB is just about helping people out, being a better person, and bringing a better name to the trucking industry. That's in a nutshell. That's what LHB is, and that's why LHB, no matter who tries to kill it, it'll never die. Well, let me, it's, it's just the mission. Let me say this. I, we actually did a podcast on trucker bombs uh, about a year and a half ago. And we discovered, I think, I'm, you want to hear this? This is, the, this is the truth. We discovered, I think it was in the state of Washington alone, they pick up an average of 22,000 piss bottles on the side of the road. They actually wow. have tracked. That's just in one state. That's in one state. So what I'd like to say I is this. I picked up three. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I picked up three that one right. video. But what I'd like to say yeah. is this. If you're out there listening to this pod and you bitch about the industry, but yet you're one of the guys that has thrown garbage out your window or a piss bottle out your window when you could have walked over to the garbage can and done it. If you're one of those guys that are that are cutting 
cars off on purpose to try to teach them a lesson or you're holding people up in the in the passing lane on purpose or you're running people off the road because you're big or you're riding cars asses going down the road and, and and tailgating somebody if you've done that one two three four times guess what you might not realize no this but you're part of the industry the reason why we have a bad name and and look we all can be forgiven we all can change the way we think you know I, it doesn't mean you have to be for the rest of your life the problem but recognize that hey you know if i just police my own area if we all just say look tomorrow I'm going to look for one good thing to do. And I'm not going to throw my garbage out the window like I'm used to doing. Or I'm not going to tailgate the four-wheeler. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. You just made yourself one step closer to cleaning up this industry just all by yourself. One person at a time. We start with ourselves. And then we start with our brother. It's a lot easier to help our brother if we clean up our own act first. You know, what I call it is uh, uh, when you put on an LHB shirt, if you go to the website, you get a shirt, you get a hoodie, um, and you're wearing one of those, I, we call that an LHB, we call that being on duty. So if you're wearing an LHB shirt, just realize that a lot of people are going to be possibly looking at you. And so when people are looking at you, go out of your way to do something nice. Like there could be just like, you could be sitting at, at uh, inside at a line getting, getting a coffee and there'd just be a straw paper hit, sitting on the floor. You know what? Do you have to pick it up? No, but you know what? If you did, somebody would be like, huh, I wasn't expecting that guy to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, Set and the it's example. just little things like that all day. Like little things add up. Guys, let's let's uh, start wrapping it up. Uh, your grumpy's got to work. Yeah, your grumpy's got to work. <laughs> let's 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 really plug uh, the LHB, the Long Haul Bandits. Let's uh, Sancho or Grumpy, either one, want to give out the specific addresses. I know you said L, uh, LongHaulBandits.com on Facebook and on your website, and then you said there was another thing that that Grumpy runs. So why don't you go ahead, you take the floor and give everybody a way to find you guys and join up with the Long Haul Bandits. Right on, Sancho. Um, well, we got we got the website, which is www.longhaulbandit.com, and then we have the Facebook, which is conveniently the same name. Uh, so you search on Facebook, longhaulbandit.com, uh, website, longhaulbandit.com. And if you want to be part of the family, uh, if you want to be part of the community and you want to engage with a lot of us, go ahead and just reach out to LHB Family TC on uh on the facebook groups just look for the group tab type that in hit the group tab and uh hit hit join and we'll have one of our guys uh, reach out to you we do ask that if you're going to join the family group that you do read the website i would prefer yeah. that that way we don't end up i i just I, I i love having new people in there but when we get people in that want to troll and just cause trouble uh read it make sure it's what that it's a good fit for you and it's something that you really would enjoy contributing to then by all means if you've read the website the code of conduct the mission statement and really know what we're about then please ask to join and i would be more than happy to approve your membership and i don't think they have to be a long-haul driver to be a long-haul bandit no absolutely not absolutely, absolutely not, not. not just better make no. that my clear. wife's a bandit she's yeah right. you no know. yeah um no. i think anybody I... whose family or friends uh if you just if you support truckers and you just understand like what truckers go through um anybody can be part of it you know what i mean i have friends that are brokers that are in there um yeah, yeah it does you, you don't have to be a truck driver but part of the industry really helps you know uh-huh. but uh and i what appreciate the time I, I, I think I've seen that you also have Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that that you can go on. 
Uh, yeah, my Instagram, uh, what is it, Longhorn Bandits or something like that, and I, I really don't, I have a Twitter, but I, I don't we use don't ever it. use it. Okay, so, so it's really Facebook. Just, just the Facebook, okay. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's my main thing, and the I, website. I want to thank you guys very much for bringing us on. I've really enjoyed the show. You guys are, you guys are phenomenal, and you guys are part of LHB because you're making a difference in the industry. And I can't thank you guys enough for having us on. I've really enjoyed this. Oh, yeah. we enjoyed it, too. Yeah, honestly, the pleasure has been awesome. awesome. I mean, if I'm being honest with you, just being a bee hauler made the damn show. I mean, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I mean, that was cool. He's got enough stings to, to, <laughs> to get that <laughs> on her. <laughs> I get about, I get stung probably 200 times a year. Nice. <laughs> It's good Ouch. thing you're not allergic. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, all right. So, everybody, right. Uh, 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 any advice at all? At all? Before we go ahead, you have any last any last words? Just um, do one nice thing for people. There you that's go. All, that's all we ask. Do one nice thing for one person. Doesn't matter if they're in the industry. Doesn't matter if it's the the lady that's walking out of the store. Doesn't matter if it's somebody that is walking in front of you and you step aside to let them pass because they're on their phone. Whatever. Just do one nice thing for one person every day, and I guarantee you, you'll feel better about yourself every night. How about you, Sancho? make the trucking industry look better. Uh, no, I'm just going to the same thing with him. Uh, you know what I mean? Just just uh, try to be a try to be a better person. You know what I mean? Uh, it all starts with you. You know what I mean? We can be out here doing this, but we need your help. You know, without you, LHB wouldn't exist. All right. That's right. All right. That's well, right. Long Haul Bandits with Talk CDL. Ruth Ann, you have anything else? Thanks for joining us. All right, Ruth Ann. Thank you for having us. Thank you guys for bringing us on. It's an absolute uh, pleasure. All right. Well, now you know we, we, we end every show with peace. Absolutely. All right. Peace All right. out, guys. All Love right. and respect. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Praise the Lord. Hey, drivers, if you're in the market to call a new place home, you just want to find a new job, Write this phone number down, 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. This carrier is a mid-sized carrier. They offer every benefit in the world. They have brand new Kenworth T680s that are loaded to the hilt. They offer OTR and regional company positions. They also offer lease operator positions. Go ahead and write that number down, driver. 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. 